Hi there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. This is a podcast for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them. I am Mo, and I am your host, ready to spark your curiosity as I take you on this adventurous ride of exploring cultures through the stories of my guests from all over the world. On this show, we get really personal, discussing salient issues that are relevant to our contemporary age and also building community around them. As our guests exercise courage and vulnerability in sharing their life's experiences, we hope that in turn you are inspired by them and that you get the courage in it to set your own stories free. Enjoy the ride and thank you so much for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And um, I'm really excited today for a myriad of reasons. First is um, yesterday being October 9th, I turned the new year. So, so I'm excited to be in this new year. So, to, and I keep saying so a lot. I think that's like my <laughs> most commonly used word. Uh, today with me on the show is a very good friend of mine and a dear sister to my heart. If you've been following the show, she's not new to the show, and I'm gonna keep saying this every time I bring her on the show. She's one of our, you know, top persistent um, supporters. She's also, um, you know, she's many things to me, and I, I'm, I'm glad to have her in my life. And she's, she's been a very strong influence, and also a positive influence in my life. And above all, she loves Jesus, which is one of, the, I, I think, perhaps the most beautiful thing about her. She is um, from Zimbabwe, so from the Shana tribe, and um, <laughs> she's uh, also a PhD candidate currently at the Texas A&M University in Commerce. And um, yeah, we work out together, we laugh together, we can just send videos of you know funny things to each other. And she just knows how to get me to laugh, which is always always good. Well, everyone, without further ado, please join me in welcoming um, Linda Jenner to the podcast. And today, if you're in for um, just, you know, talks about turning a new age, reflections, about everything and nothing. So you can, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, um, stick along with us. You might be in for a very um, good time on the show today. All right, Linda, welcome back to the show. And thank you so much for doing this again together with me. Absolutely. It's such a joy and a pleasure exploring new things with you. <laughs> and I love that you know how to pull people out of their element. <laughs> oh, thank Bring you. Us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And thank, thank you so much for the kind words, girl. Of course. Of course. You, you were, to... I need more time to keep saying more good things about you, but... <laughs> no, you don't. You that gotta stop over here. <laughs> <laughs> All, all shades of <laughs> blush yellow. away, blush away. Good thing black don't crack, so but keep blushing okay. away. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. So, true. Yeah. so happy birthday, happy thank big you. three five. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's so that's like wow, 35. 35, mm. yeah, yeah. Consider mm. middle age in some countries with lower life expectancy, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, like, which country has a life expectancy that's lower than 35? I'm pretty sure. No, no, like, no, middle age, middle age. So I'm like, if, yeah. you, if like 70 to 78 in some countries, which is, I think maybe Nigeria falls under, you know, those kind of countries with lower life expectancy. So yeah. I might be considered middle-ish age, but, yeah. you know, I wipe proudly. Nothing to hide. <laughs> <laughs> we both very proud because we're all right there. Yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, so thirty-five year old Mo to two year old Mo, what what you got? Oh jeez, just just gonna drop that on my lap and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we're talking about being thirty-five and being middle age, and you know, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> But I just add that it feels a little bit humbling to be on the other side of the conversation where I get to answer questions that you throw at me and I have no idea what you're going to ask me. Well, <laughs> you know what? And I, some things I might say might come off as, you know, cliche, but it, it, it's just what it is. Mm. I think the older I get, the more I come into myself, you know, not in that kind of mm-hmm. self-acceptance, you know, message you preach out there. It's... You learn new things, you know, you discover more about yourself, you discover more about your purpose. And I think that really gives you that fire to keep going, that despite all the mistakes you've made, despite all the things that has happened to you, for you, you're still here. And, you know, every day is just a new opportunity to keep living life. Again, Mm -hmm. sounds cliche, but I think that's just a summary of what the past 30 some years has been for me. so good and and you know i was just thinking in my head as you were saying that i was like how often do you leave that out it's hard trust me it's hard it's hard to live in that you know like strength of purpose like i know you know jesus died for me i know he's Mm -hmm. giving me this gift i'm gonna go out there and just show the world and do i'm self i'm self jesus you know you know using all my gifts Sometimes, you know, you get stuck in the rat race of, you know, trying to make ends meet or you get stressed out. But, you know, I try. At the back of my ma- of my head, there's always that alarm ringing, like, you know, you need to keep working in your purpose. And another thing I was also thinking about, which, you know, God has been trying to help me is, I've, and I know those listening to this who might know me might really think, like, what's she on about? But let me explain. <laughs> I think it's, I have... In a to, a to a degree, which you know, I'm still working on how, how to like come out of that hole. I have limited myself mm. because you know, even the things I have been exhibiting, like you know, using my gifts and all that, there's so much more I can do with them. But I've let my limitations and my thoughts and my you know, my limited thinking as aware hold me back from from you know being fully manifested. And in doing mm. that, I'm making it all about me. But the things I can do has never really been about me. It's about God who's yeah. giving all this gift. So if I'm limiting myself, I'm limiting oh, God. So, and I'm like, this year for me will be a year of full manifestation. So every mm-hmm. time people say, oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Thank you, yeah. but let it go to God. And if if it's something that points towards God, I should yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. I shouldn't make it seem like, oh, you know, I don't want to accept that compliment because, you know... and. I, I need to work on that. Of those, of just trying yeah. to, you know, hush hush about. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned something that made me think about, and I know we both share the love of, you know, 
a similar love for this particular person because then she helps us think real deep and yeah. she asks those questions and you know who I'm about to say. Alicia Bridgeway! Dr. ABC, sorry. Put some respect yeah. on the name, Mal. Dr. Alicia Bridgeway. Jolly, yeah. Um, so she has this thing she says, she says, um, you know, when those compliments come in, just take them and make this beautiful bouquet. And then at the end of the day, lay it at the feet of Jesus. Hmm. And as you were saying that, that's what I immediately thought about. Because the first time I heard that wasn't because I had read it in a book yet, but it was from one of the other peoples that I admire, which is, um, Brooke Ladgerwood. I always butcher her name, but <laughs> Brooke Fraser is her other name mm-hmm. she uses for the music, but she does go by Brooke Ladgerwood. She is now the um she's now the person that's in charge of all Hillsong worship just to give perspective. And she said that and I was listening to her as she was saying that and I was thinking from the perspective of like from a fan. So can you imagine how many followers she has both from the Hillsong perspective and also from the Brooke Fraser perspective because she does have a music career of her own as mm-hmm. well which she has done so well in and when she said that I was like wow you know a lot of times as people when we get these compliments sometimes we tend to make them go to our head or sometimes we have this awkward moment of how do I respond to this right and I think oftentimes for me it's after service and somebody walks up to you and says, wow, that was really good. You've got such a pretty voice. I enjoyed worship today. And I sit there and I go, how do you respond to that? Right? Um, so in the Christian circle, you kind of say, oh, praise God, praise God. That's a good answer, right? The yeah. Christian answer. Yeah, but I also feel like you're being too, you know, spiritual if you keep saying oh exactly. bless god bless god but there should there, there's got to be a middle way there's got to be another yeah. perspective that gives glory to god while at the same time thanking them you know genuinely for exactly. that sweet comment you've gotten yeah and that's like such an awkward moment right even with a response like that it's when you walk away it's kind of like ill <laughs> you just even feel like ill yourself because sometimes i feel like there's no genuineness in that response mm. it's kind of a response of this is how I'm supposed to respond. Mm, mm. So I've learned to just say, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Huh. You know, I found that one to be like a much more middle ground. So I can relate with you when you're talking about enjoy those moments when people walk up to you and they give you those compliments. Um, and, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people might also be observing you. Mm. I had one and one person actually said to me, and I didn't even realize I was doing this. This was a God thing. Um, and they walked up to me and they were like talking to me, right? And after they left, they go and they're talking to somebody else. And they were like, oh my goodness, she makes me feel like I just have to do something about myself. The way that she takes compliments, she's always like, oh my gosh, thank you. And she has this big response. And I didn't even realize I did that in that moment. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, people do observe how you also respond to them mm. when they give you compliments. Yeah. And for, for her, it ministered to her because she was like, anytime somebody tells me, oh, you look pretty today. The first instinct is to say, oh, I'm fat. Oh, this clothes just look weird. Oh, this on old me. thing. Oh, really? 
Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Those are and my people. people. <laughs> Mine too, trust me. I think what you said is very crucial, like enjoying those moments and taking those compliments and saying, yes, thank you. And actually letting that speak to you and minister to you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because sometimes those things speak to um, our most vulnerable places, mm, mm, you know, mm. and what how we react to that sometimes shows where we are most icky like where we have the most pain yeah. or where we haven't allowed healing to come in uh, we've closed that door and would rather mask it with another response that kind of solidifies or you know uh begins to what's the what would be a good word for here you're a wordsmith <laughs> <laughs> i'll try to feels that deal that seals that that perspective yes, you yes, have about yes, that, yeah. that seals it. And yeah. I think it's also a reflection of remember some idols you might have. Some might call mm-hmm. it pride, you know, at the very yeah. but I think it still goes back to you making it about you, you know? Mm. Yeah, so they sit in you, but has it always really been you? Especially if you're called Christians, you know, if you're, mm. if you're a Christian, is you know, take it and then like you said with you know Dr. ABC's perspective about mm-hmm. gather them like bouquet and lay them at the feet of God. Like this these people say in me, you know, um mm-hmm. it's because of you, God, and I thank you for that. And you know, that can be even a conversation moment with Jesus, like just you know, guess what, you know, hmm, that compliment, <laughs> you know, just how I feel about it. You know, I thank you so much for yeah. that. And then and then just keep it moving. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's learning so that. I'm learning that. I'm not. I'm not very good with that. I get very <clears> awkward <throat> with being called out. When I say called out, like being found out about the good things I do, like mm-hmm. it's like no, like you know, because I, I, I would do, I'll do them regardless. But to get yeah. those acknowledgments and to be, you know, magnified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, has like, to work. Let me stay in the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just, you know, yeah. But and then mm-hmm. there's another side of me that you still want that, you know, validation, right? So it's it's a complex, yeah. it's a complex system I have running here, but we're working Ooh. on it. Very <laughs> complex. That, sounds, that also sounds like tiring too. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Indeed, indeed, yeah. indeed. So that leads me to something that I read on your recent post. Ooh. You know, I, I I read the whole thing, oh, all five, the whole five of them, <laughs> the whole five volumes <laughs> by <laughs> track. Yeah, whether I read them in order or not, that's a whole nother question. Because oh I might go from five to three to one to two. You know, I just read them. I didn't read them in order. I tried to but break it, them up in such a way that it, it could have that anthology effect that you can read one without the other. But you want to just read everything because, yeah. you know, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. It was so, it was so good. And obviously you're like this excellent writer. Oh, thank so you. I aspire to be you. I want, you. One of these days I'm going to grow up and I'm going to become you. And I have so <laughs> much about you that I really want to become. So see why we, oh. why we love each other so much. Yeah, we just want to be, you know. Uh, so I read one of the things you mentioned in the word. We, you touched a little bit about pride. So looking at where you are now, you're 35. You've journeyed this 30, 30 somewhat years, right? Um, in all of that, did you ever thought that you'd be this person that walks up to their students and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. I need help in this area. When I read that, where you asked your students for help and your students were like, oh, we can help you, 
study. We can help you quiz. We can help you do this. I was like, wow, a professor. In my entire lifetime, being a student, I have not had a professor come up and say, you know, like those words. And I, and I thought to myself, how humbling, how humbling. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Have you ever seen yourself as this person? How has that evolved over time? So many questions around that. No, no, no. I mean, that's a really good question because, you know, so I, I feel like if I, as I, I need to like set the template, like set the, mm-hmm. you know, layer for two things. First, for those that don't know about the post. So just a summary, and you probably need to go on my Facebook if you don't follow me yet follow at your yeah. risk is you know i talked about um this excellent streak i have i've had all my years and then mm-hmm. when it was at the right final stage of getting my pharmacy license which is renewed in the u.s i mm-hmm. failed the law exam which you know i failed by four points and i talked about having to like go back and help mm-hmm. have my students really help me out with that and i think the second thing is so uh, shame shame has always been well used to be you know mm-hmm. used to be that thing that made me want to stay in the shadows, you know, and mm-hmm. I've talked about, you know, sexual abuse I, I encountered for years growing up, right, and and the, the form they came with, you know, with the self-doubt, um, body image issues, and that feeling of not being worthy enough, and so shame has been that thing God has been trying to, like, pull out of me, and, and so I can't talk about this question, I can't answer this question without at least acknowledging what really you know brought that out so yeah and again another thing could be when you're in a situation where you've never been before what you how you respond to it is a factor of what you've had deposited in you and i think you know dr abc talks about yeah. that as well and even the bible says that like, if you fall in the days of you know adversity or something like that mm-hmm. your strength was mm-hmm. never you know um there enough something along that line i'm not very good with you know trying to yeah, record so, like the, yeah, in the, the terms, story of building your house on exactly sand. exactly yeah. and really what i thought about you know going back to my students to and fyi the way students i was currently teaching so this wasn't gonna be like a quick pro call like you teach me and i would you know pass yeah, yeah, yeah. these were students <laughs> that were already done with the program or you know preparing yeah. for their own you know professional exams, exams. i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel i i, I had a brief moment where i was just like Oh my gosh, you're gonna go ask your students to like teach you. But I thought to myself, so what? You know, <laughs> so what? Yeah. You know, you didn't pass the exams and you need yeah. help. You clearly need help in this area because, again, I did that stupid thing of, you know, reading like two weeks for the exams and not really mm-hmm. putting a lot into it because, you know, I'm, I'm very brilliant. So I, you know, I can always ace it. I just wanna pass. I wasn't aiming to like do excellently well. So yeah, um, I, I didn't let that dwell, that thought dwell in too much, but I've never been in that situation where I felt like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I couldn't ask my students for help. And I think it also goes back to the spirit of pride. It can come in different areas. Whereas in some areas of my life, I can have, you know, pride as one of those idols. But in this moment, yeah. I think it was just God helping me. And once I could sort out, like, you know, shame from other areas, it, was, it wasn't really a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I answered that question. I feel like I was just rambling on and on. 
No, totally. Um, there's some things that I pulled out from that. So most definitely um, the idea of shame and realizing that and, and walking out of that, right? Okay. And allowing God to work on you um, to deal with that shame and to eliminate that and not being prideful, you yes. know, um, that pride is a major thing that hinders us. So yeah, absolutely. You totally answered it. And as you were speaking towards the end there, um, you know, I just thought how many times, even you can also reflect on this for yourself as well. Um, how many times as an individual have we failed or allowed failure to be a resolution in our lives because we would rather not ask that other person for help? help yeah. Yep. Or, you know, we look at ourselves and we think, oh, I wonder if it's because we're thinking, oh, I'm so much better than that person. Why is it that I would ask that person that question? Or maybe I feel like I'm more educated than that person. Or maybe I feel like I'm in a different class than that person. Whatever it looks like, there's reasons to that, right? But how many times have we failed and have settled for failure instead of success if we had asked for help, right? Yeah. I mean, that's true. And, and the help can come in different areas. And I feel like my whole life, as it were, has been mm-hmm. a story of trying to seek help and advocate for yourself. So I, I'm big on yeah. therapy. Those that listen to the show, mm-hmm. or you follow me on any of those social media um, platforms, I'm big on, I'm on therapy. I'm big on, you know, um, unraveling how you tick and what makes you tick. I'm big mm-hmm. on, you know, um, speaking out. You know, I'm big on advocating for others. So when, it, when you know, um, the rubber hit the road as it were. If I wasn't going to start living everything I've been talking about, I think it would have mm-hmm. just been a disservice to, you know, the calling I have and also the uh, the way you approach topics on social media. And I, 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 one of my biggest fears is to sound like a hypocrite, like, you know, oh, she's telling us what to do, but then <laughs> she's not doing yes. it. I'd rather not talk at all. I'd rather not have a platform. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not write at all. And that has always been, you know, one of my um, personal philosophies, like, I won't come up there and hold the mic and start telling you what to do if I haven't lived that journey. Heck, I started this podcast the moment I, I was able to, you know, clean up my house and resolve the daddy issues I had and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's really been very important to me, like that being authentic in your journey and, you know, show exactly how you got there. Not just, oh, here I am, I have arrived, but not showing people. Like, yeah. These are really hard conversations to have with yourself, but yeah. I love that. I love that. I think, you know, one of the things that I've also realized is oftentimes people will sing about the success and stress that, but they don't show you the process. Uh And we miss helping people on how to get to be that successful because then they're surprised when things go wrong, right? And then they start asking you, but you didn't tell me about this. So sometimes us not doing that, we're not being of great help and we're not being of any good service you know and i think sharing a success story like not sharing the success story in its entirety and being honest and vulnerable um can definitely do a disservice a huge disservice for sure um And for sure. And I, I'm I'm always saying that for Christians we need to be doing that more effectively. Sometimes mm-hmm. we 
we come when we give our testimonies we just say god did it yeah we yeah. when we fight for it we call testimony right and I, I i strongly believe in testimony it's very biblical we overcame the devil you know with the blood of the lamb and the words of our yeah. testimony right but what sacrifices did you give up like what did what steps did you take what practical steps did yeah. you take what god yeah. what did god have to demolish in you or building to you to demolish. get there and what is yeah. in it for me it doesn't have to be specific to mm-hmm. me but what can we learn from you especially for those that are in that current situation is why even this whole issue of you know pregnancy losses field ivfs infertility I want to keep archiving the, you know, um, the journey. Now, when, whenever there's the end of, whatever the end of the rainbow will look like, you know, I hope it's going to end up being, you know, giving birth to live babies who are going to thrive and do great things for the kingdom of God. Whatever that ending is going to be, or, you know, the, the resolution to this current, you know, life that we have, it's not a problem. It's just, you know, life happening for us right now. But I still don't want people to, I, my, 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 my goal, my overarching goal is to show people that, you can live life. You can, you can thrive. You, you don't have to let it like hold you back. And what are some of the lessons you can learn? See why you're waiting on God, right? So yeah, um, and that's always really been how I, you know, um, I, I hope that every time people pick up a, a post of mine and read or they see that replicated over and over again, that, that I'm alive, that I'm joyful as often as I have been. It's really because of God. I'm not, I'm a very realistic person. As far as where my head thinks, like there's always that conflict between my science brain and then the God, the heart God has given me. And sometimes I'm in conflict. Like this is not because faith. Constant, the, constant, the, constant, yeah, the currency yeah. in heaven, like my friend says, is is, is faith. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. it. It's faith, and faith yeah. is not. You know, it's not very. You know, visible. You know, no, not at all. it's you know, as someone yeah. even acquiring a third language, it's a language that sometimes only you you are the only one that can understand it, and yes. you try to like converse with other person like, mm. what should she sounds crazy right now, y'all? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what Paul talks about, right? It's foolishness to the wise. It Those is. that think they're wise, it it's is total foolishness to them, and it's not they're foolishness to the foolish people; it's to the wise, to the to the yeah. to the blue check marks, to the to the sage, to the people that we look <laughs> up to, like these wise people of this world. It's still foolishness yeah. to, them. to them, exactly. But um, so that leads me to this: to ask this question. We were talking about, you know recognizing those things and just living life at what point in time did mo said wait a minute stop i have to still live life and i still have to enjoy it because there's so much around you you have a husband you have all these things around you right because sometimes, you know, what affects us also affects those around us. When yeah. we stop living life, those around us spill it as well. The effects start sipping over, spilling into different things of your life. They might spill into work. They might spill into your friendships. So talk about that journey. Now that you're 35 and you're looking back and you say, live life. Live in those moments as you talk about this season that you and your husband are walking in, because it's it's happening to both you and your husband, right? Yeah. Um. So talk about that moment where you realize I have to leave life. Huh. Well, Linda, girl, you didn't come here to play today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do I not. Love it. I love I love this question. Ah, uh, you are. A scientist and i love that about you one of the things i love about you so i I feel like there've been many stages in my life where that became more like 
it wasn't more of a an option. Mm-hmm. It was more of well, <laughs> if you want to survive and live, and you know, you have to do this. So, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that has impacted my life so far, and it has been for the good, and and when it was not even even good, would be infertility. Mm-hmm. You know, because before then, my life has just always been you could draw a straight line. You know, mm-hmm. finish school. Got into mm-hmm. uni, got into my program of choice, yeah. got into the first class degree, got married, got into a PhD program. Like mm-hmm. I was just, you know, going, 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 just cruising. And then we got married. I remember before, I, before we got married. You know how you sit down, you're talking to your boyfriend. Then, like, you know, mm-hmm. we get married. We're gonna wait two years. That was my plan. Two years, like, you know, have babies so we can explore each other. And then, because I was yeah. coming to grad school, you know, so I can, like, you know, be properly settled into my program. And then that happened, you know, where it's like, okay, yeah. wait, this is not my plan. Like, you know, I had everything exactly. all, you know, already. Like, why it's not going according to my plan? Yeah. And and then you you go to the doctors, you had to and I've you know, I've talked about this at length, you know, multiple surgeries, you know. I mean it's just mm-hmm. been so much. And then you've done IVF several times, gotten pregnant mm-hmm. and then losing them. Mm-hmm. And I became a shell of myself. You yeah. know, I think things came to a head. This was um, summer of 2014. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, this must have been May, between May and June of 2014. I, I think I was very suicidal. Like, mm-hmm. there's, the way I did, the way I, when I read through the stages of suicide, I was before just before I'm, I was just very close to that stage where you actively plan it, you already know how you're going to go. Mm. And if I had stayed where I was, I probably would have, you know, figured, well, I want to just, you know, do this method versus that method. Mm-hmm. And I think that was when I realized that I'm not doing as well as I thought, like all of my mm-hmm. can do nature wasn't helping with this. And yeah. I made it become my identity. You know, yeah, I made yeah. it become my whole, the whole essence of my life. The fact that, and I, and I, and I, I felt very shameful about it. It became mm-hmm. something that was happening to me because of me. And, mm-hmm. and so the lesson there was just that, you know, yeah, yeah. like maybe there's something I've done in my life, you know, which, you know, in the physiological sense of it, I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. like, you know, explored in a very, uh, I guess, precarious way to have allowed this to happen to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I started talking to different kinds of women and I quickly saw that there were two kinds of women that is, you know, that had similar stories. There are two kinds. Mm-hmm. Those that, you know, biologically speaking, they could never have kids anymore. Mm-hmm. But then only few of them were really living. The others, mm. you can always still tell that they hid themselves from the world. Yeah, yeah. And for good reasons, because the world will always remind you, how dare you be happy? You childless, barren mm. person. How dare yeah. you be, you know, um, living your life when, you're, mm. when your mates or your people that are younger than you, you know, because at the very core of it, let's, let's just be real. Our jobs as women is to bring forth life, right? That's just the, you know, mm-hmm. whether you choose to do or that, do it or not. That responsibility on a fundamental level lies on the woman. And, you know, it's why we're different from men, right? And so when you're Mm -hmm. not able to do that, when you want to, 
Mm-hmm. It's almost like an existential crisis. Like, why am I here? You know, and yeah. you're reminded of that every day. Maybe what people might tell you, what you're telling yourself, what your, you know, your loved ones, people that are well-intended loved ones might tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to one particular person and I could, it took a while to even for her to want to talk to me. Oh, wow. Not because wow. she didn't trust me, but because she, no, she didn't, she didn't know me that well, but she wasn't, mm-hmm. she didn't want anybody pitying her, but she was so closed off from the world because she's been yeah. hurt so many times. And mm-hmm. I think that has stayed with her. And I resolved in my mind that that won't be me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize that, man, just because of this thing that didn't happen for me, mm-hmm. the train that was supposed to be my life entered another track and that was it. That was it. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you could even end up just being a bitter person in general and not even know, like it spills into other things. You end up being bitter. You end up just even bitter towards God himself oh, yeah. as well. Oh yeah. And you build this calluses um, that yeah, just, yeah, yeah you, you have layers and layers of calluses that just, um, keep you from even experiencing even more of what God has for you. And I've been there. I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've been, trust me, I've been, those times I, I, for, if you were to define what I was, agnostic. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be atheist because, you know, I've seen God really do things in my life that there was no way I could never doubt him. But I stopped going to church. Um, I was just mad. Um, I was bitter. Yeah. I was, you know, I've, I've gone through all of that. I've done that. Trust me. Yeah. I know what like it's been like. Yes, yes. Kind of like. I have, I have, and I've, I have, you know, relished in it. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable yeah. to be there. It's, it's, and it's my right. It's my right. It's a, it's a natural response to that because <laughs> we don't know any better. But mm-hmm. there's, a, there's another level of grace. And and yeah. this is me speaking. I mean, there's no physical manifestation of a baby yet, but I've come to realize that there's much more than my life. Like God who created yeah. me, there has to be much more to my life. And so whatever it might be for you, it might not be babies for you. It might be maybe mm-hmm. another baby for you or maybe a husband, mm-hmm. maybe a job, maybe relocating elsewhere, whatever it is. Yeah. We want to have yeah. that one thing that we think, yeah. you know, would make our life like the cherry on the top. But I'm telling you, yeah. there's so much more. There's something that um, John Piper, who is one of my favorite you know, theologians, was yeah, saying. I love John Piper. Yeah, he's good. He said, God is not like Santa Claus. You don't serve God for what he can do for you. You're serving, exactly. you're serving God because he wants you to want him like he's your one and only. That's it. Yes, for who he is. For who not he not is. No much can get from him. That Once your yeah. desire really is to love him, you know, regardless of what you can get from him. That is exactly. you right there following God truly. And I solely believe that, you know, pending when all these things, you know, clear out. Because guess what? You have a child. Yeah. All well mm-hmm. and good, you know. Life is good. Your worries will never end. There's still other no. things that will come at you. Yeah. So, a lot more. A lot more. Above and beyond the yeah. child you just had. So I resolved my life that I want to radiate God's joy. Even when I'm not mm-hmm. joyful, I want yeah. to see the glory of God in my life. Because that's what's sustaining me. Trust me. Yeah. Um, I'm prone to high emotions and low emotions. As mm-hmm. I was, you know, he lives with me. 
Um, and I think that's one of my drawbacks is, you know, sometimes I get very melancholic and I just want to be left alone. So like, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, be by myself or maybe cook my energy and all that. So being depressed, really, I think there's a trait in me that it's not difficult to be depressed. You know, God, he's mm. giving me enough material to like, you know, write and all that. I, I can easily go there. It's a closet that is accessible to me. But a counter, I guess, emotion to that is to dwell in joy. And it can only come from the spirit of God. And so that, that's, that's just, the, the, I think, the summary of this question you asked me right now. <laughs> it's such a loaded question, I know. And there's so much to unpack from that. One thing that you mentioned, and I was just thinking about this as you were speaking. I was like, we all have that one thing. And for me, you mentioned about the husband situation. Yeah. I told you the other day, I said, my uncle from the blues Yo, yeah. has been like, girl, we're all worried about you. And I think <laughs> to myself, is it that serious that I have become the topic of the Jenna Mulinda clan? There are many, there are many in your clan, so that's scary on your behalf. I'm thinking about it like, for you. Oh my goodness! So I started thinking to myself, and I told him, I said, you know what? To be honest with you, I am happy where I am. Yes, do I want to get married at some point in time? Yeah, definitely. Um, but am I okay? And I'm, am I content where I am? I told him, I said, I am content with where I am, but if this doesn't happen for me, mm. I am still okay. It's not the end of the world. And he had a hard time with hearing those words and oh, accepting them. Oh, and I was telling him, I said, I hope the rest of the, my family knows and understands that I am okay. Mm. I am not out here in the streets living miserable. Cause like you said, sometimes we think, Oh, when I get a husband, that's when I'm going to start enjoying life and doing these other things, exploring, doing this and the other. But in the meantime, like in the meantime, you might as well do those things as well. Um, and I've learned that over time. Um, and I've, I've, I've started to appreciate it more and live from a place of in this season. How is it that I can be thankful to God, be grateful for where I am and still love life and live life and life abundantly? Because the word of God doesn't say God has come to give you life abundantly once these things fall into place. It didn't have any conditions with it. It just plainly said, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. Um, and when you were sharing about your story and how you've come to to say, you know what, I have to live life. I thought about the story of Joseph and I thought about the story of Job. You know, <laughs> hindsight, right? 2020 hindsight. Um, when we read those stories of the Bible, we read them from a perspective of, oh, this good man, or <laughs> Joseph did this and the, and the other, Jake, you know, Job did Joseph, this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, do we really understand what the story is saying? Mm -mm. I don't Job, think so. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's the crazy part. And I think those stories are laid out for us to know that in life, even if you're going to end up at some high point you there is going to be pits here and there there's going to be prisons and all of that is meant for us to still keep our eyes on the prize um good point you know, and he he goes from i see you bowing down to me 
to being sold into slavery, to being in prison. But his brothers, though, they betrayed him. Seriously. How painful can that be? <laughs> Seriously. You went from Absolutely. being the apple of your father's eyes to be, to be, to be seeing the stars, not in a very romantic way, from the bottom of a well. Yes. They yeah. left you to die. Like, you, could have, you were dead to them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, 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 no, we've got one better. Let's just sell him. And you think all the times he was in Egypt, he was, he was having, you know, living his best life. Best he probably life. was, but then he would always remember his family. When they yeah. came to Egypt, he was, he cried. The Bible says he, he was, he, most he saw his brother, Benjamin and, mm-hmm. you know, it meant yeah. for evil, but God, you know, turned it around for good. Meant it for good. And, 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 you know, as, I, as you were talking, I remembered the part where it said that the widen put Joseph in charge of the other prisoners. I know, right? While he was in prison. And I was thinking to myself, how many times do we find ourselves in a season where, like maybe it's an unproductive season or it's a season of waiting or if it's a, like what uh, Dr. ABC likes to put it, in the winter season. The winter season. The winter season. How many times have we found ourselves in a winter season and we've uh, counted ourselves out, you know, and we haven't enjoyed the winter season? Imagine being in prison and then the, 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 the jail warden just goes, you know what, you're so good and you're yeah. just so brilliant at everything you do. I'm just going to make you in charge of all the But prison. it was still prison though, remember? It was still prison, but the warden was out of a job though. I know, right? At the end of the day. But I think just to sum this part up, if I can yeah. say this is that when we say that, let me pause my life because it's not going as, as according to how I want it to go. Mm-hmm. We are invariably saying that I decide what my life should be like. So, I am the beginning, yes. the middle, and the end. Yeah. I think the commonality of all the stories in the Bible mm-hmm. is that everything, God turned it around for good. Look at yeah. Job, you know. Mm-hmm. He lost his kids. He lost his, fa- his family. He lost his everything. cattle. He lost everything. Mm-hmm. But God, God gave him, you know, even more than he... Had he had before, people. but I'm yeah. sure he's still mourns like you know his other kids mm-hmm. because they didn't like come back from the dead. You know he nope. had to start all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something my pastor calls it. He calls it the cave moment. You know, and I think it was you know, like in after when David was in the cave of Adalam, I think mm-hmm. I'm saying that well. And you know, he was right there. There's something said that caves are unwanted places, mm-hmm. but that's where he really wants us to. He wants to use those times to develop us for his divine mm-hmm. purpose. Mm. And regardless so of where you are in life, let your yeah. light shine. Always let it so shine. Good. That's just a summary of everything we've been talking about. Talking There's about, always yeah. something that you can use to let it shine. Yes, mm. it's sad. Yes, it's heartbreaking. Yes, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. But there's more to your life. There has to be. Yeah. There has to be. There just has to be. Absolutely. And you have to live from that place, right? Knowing that there has to be more. There has to be more. You know, that that kind of leads us into another question that I had for oh, you. Oh, girl. Well, <laughs> questions that we need to like, go and oh, should I ask that? I the feet. They will keep coming, I tell you. Yeah, I know, so, um, my clients would like to clean the feet, please. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to this question, kind of to segue into it. You know, now that we're 35 and fabulous, you know, 
if you look back, looking back in, in, in life and choices you've made or, you know, decisions you've made, where you've come from, what was on your list? Did you ever see yourself being where you are at today? I know you're kind of touched on some of it, but I want to go deeper in it and say, you know, you're 35. And you look back at the other 34 years and say, this is exactly where I saw myself at. Is Absolutely that the not. That <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, mm-hmm. it's a far glorious picture. Yeah. Because nothing beats your imagination compared to what God has in store for you. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he's God. Like, there's no way. Because, mm. I mean, let's let's go a little bit, you know, let's get real here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was born out of wedlock. Mm. You know, my mom, conservative household, got pregnant, mm-hmm. out of wedlock, you know, mm-hmm. had me. So mm-hmm. that's already like, let's think about social determinants of health right there. You know, that's already like, yeah. you know, some trauma you're coming with, with all the stigma that comes from that, from the yeah. church, from the environment, from the family. My parents being like, you know, um, people that started life really early. They had mm-hmm. nothing to fall back on. They had to like hurriedly form a family overnight. Mm-hmm. My mom was yeah. in school. My dad was just, you know, starting a new job. Mm-hmm. So everything they had, they just had to like pull through. Mm-hmm. So we had to live in a neighborhood that wasn't very ideal. And yeah. it was, you know, housing insecurity, overcrowding issues and mm-hmm. limited resources growing up. On top of that, you know, because the way I say it is, I strongly believe that the way you grow up, even you know, true, like the the stresses your your mom might have, mm-hmm. you, you get some of it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's inevitably, right? Yeah, some might call it trauma, but I don't think it's always mm-hmm. going to be traumatic. But it's just what it is. It's it still yeah. forms your, you know, it's life. Yeah, because yeah. my mom has some life. level of anxiety, which I have as well, and I, and I want to mm-hmm. just, I think it's just something I got from her, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, being molested by a neighbor, and then, mm-hmm. and I, if I, if you want to look at my life and without even knowing who I am, it's mm-hmm. always build my my profile, judging from my childhood and everything that's happened to me, I shouldn't be here right now. Yeah, people would counted you out a long time ago. Oh yeah, because, I mean, why? You know, why mm-hmm. not? Yeah, yeah. What we know is what we know, right? We, I mean, mm-hmm. even as researchers, we do a lot of predictive models as to what that a particular outcome might be. Is it A, B, or somewhere in between? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a more and I and I. There's so many things I can give credit to. Definitely God, and I think the mm-hmm. prayers of my mother. Yes, Amen. Thank so to God a degree, I'm an extension of you know her accomplished dreams. Not because she demands of that of me. Mm-hmm. I'm just thankful that I'm able to you know keep doing things and keep manifesting my, like what God mm-hmm. has and I think it's because where she couldn't get to, I'm able to, you know, carry on with the same hope that I hope mm-hmm. that my kids were able to carry on, you know, those legacy, mm-hmm. legacy, whatever name is called, it's still to the glory of yeah. God. Yeah. And, and, and when I was younger, I, I used to have this fascination with death. I don't know. I mean, it, it came from when it, it must have come from something, but it came from the devil. Definitely. Mm. I, I didn't think I was going to live past 30. Mm, there was wow. a pact I made in my in my wow. with myself and I that thirty was gonna yeah. be years for me. So and I've yeah. talked about this maybe one other episode. I can't remember exactly when. Maybe when I was turning thirty three, I didn't think I was yeah. gonna live past thirty. 
Mm-hmm. I was so sure I was going to die. I wasn't going to kill myself, but I, mm-hmm. I was so sure I was going to die. And mm-hmm. so for me, there's always just that romantic, you know, fascination I had with death. Mm-hmm. And so where I am right now, I still feel there's still a lot more to do, but I'm just thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm really thankful to God because I'm not just living. Yeah. I'm making life, you know, really happen. And I'm taking the gift God has given me to see how I can help others, you know, come to that because mm-hmm. there's so many things that we believe to be true, but they're not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many believe, things we believe is good, but it's not from God. So how do you align yourself in such a way that you're not letting your circumstances define you? And I'm going to say yeah. this, it might come off a little bit of uh, of a ways why I say it, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's good to judge those comparisons. If we're to compare mm-hmm. the boy I grew up with, where I am right now, sometimes I have to ask myself, how did you get here? Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be here. Like you should, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I look at my peers that we grew up on the same streets, in the same neighborhood, mm-hmm. heck, yeah. in the same building. Yeah. I know where they are today. I'm not trying to say I'm, you know, I'm just big shot or anything like that. No, yeah. I'm just saying that it's nothing but God. It wasn't but for God, lack of yeah. trying that they didn't, they didn't where they're supposed to be. And I'm sure mm-hmm. even in their situations, wherever they may be right now, they will still have cause to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And I hope they That's still do that true. as well. So yeah. yeah, it's it's better than I thought, and I and I know the future mm-hmm. is just gonna be brighter than I think, and Amen. I think that's just yeah. the beauty of being a Christian is that all yeah. things, all things, Romans eight twenty eight, all things, all of it, to get there, all. So yeah, it doesn't say some, all of yeah, it, all of it, all of it. You don't. Yeah. I mean, some things are just even difficult to put into words. Mm-hmm. Give it to God, and I think the biggest lesson I've been learning is just trust and faith. Which, you know, mm. it still boils down to faith. Mm-hmm. I give it to you, God. And I whatever yeah. you want to do for me, just do, do with it. Because I can't handle this, you know. Or yeah. I don't even know what to make of this. But make it make sense, God. Make it make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. That is so true. So many times when you find yourself in that space of, you know, sometimes you almost kind of like want to pinch yourself or slip yourself and say, wait, I- Am I in the right place? Is, yep. is this me? Yeah, totally. Wow, that's profound. That's yep. that's good. That's some good stuff. So that gets me into um, the, my next question. I have a bunch of questions, but I'm gonna kind of like slow this yeah. down yeah. And, yeah. and you know. So let's talk about like what we've, we've touched on shame disappointment or you know dealing with praise kind of looking at where we're coming from and things like that so all this and the other right we've talked about god a lot in everything you know we see god in everything um so let's talk a little bit about um what are some basic principles that you find yourself returning to at 35 what are some of those things that you're like, these are the basic principles and this is what I need to return to. Mm, mm. Definitely relationship with God. Mm. You know? Yeah. Building that place of prayer. And mm. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I know that being in the US and, you know, because growing up in Nigeria, you pray a lot. Mm. Not because you're very prayerful, but some th- things just want to make you keep praying. The hardship, you know what I mean? But here in the US, it's like, the devil is just blowing into your ears and then you get very comfortable. There's Wi-Fi every time, there's water, there's light. So 
all the yeah. worries are gone and then you're like exactly. oh i've arrived this feels like heaven right and you have too many options no many, too options. many options but for choices mm. you know definitely a relationship with god um it's yeah. something i keep going back to um and i can expand a little bit more on that if there's still time and mm. then secondly would yeah. be community i'm really big on mm-hmm. that and I, I feel like i need yes. to find out what that really means yeah i've been in places where in spaces where i've been i've had times in my life where i just want to hide myself from the world because of shame mm-hmm. and all that and i get that i get that wanting to have that invisibility cloak around you mm-hmm. but you shouldn't do life alone yeah yeah that's i don't so care true. what gender creed orientation limitations you have find mm-hmm. your people and it's why yeah. i I'm, I'm big on just showing that i have Mm-hmm. groups for different kind of things and i'm not yeah. talking about like you mean social media groups so i'm talking about people that i do life with on certain areas of yeah. my life you know yeah you're one you of you're one of my community with. right yeah. you know that um, and yeah. and people would you find your people when you're ready to you, you know be that vulnerable to be that mm-hmm. open and mm-hmm. so don't be a you know crumble snatcher like you just take mm-hmm. and you take and take give back you know Give yeah. of yourself and, and 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 be real with the people you're with, yeah. and also speak the truth all the time if you can help it. You know, with yourself love most, with love and grace. <laughs> first to yourself, like you yeah. know, know who you are and be very mm-hmm. frank about your shortcomings. I'm, I'll consider myself an open book to a degree. Like mm-hmm. my my shortcomings, I like to admit them. You yeah. know, as much yeah. as best as I can because I think that that's what makes you really real to people. I don't have time to like you know mince around words or no. or try to like paint a picture better than it really is. No. I think sometimes I even share too much than I should be sharing. But find your people, find your people, yeah. So what would you say to somebody that is not in community right now that is saying? I'm all alone in the streets. I I want community, but how do I do it? Where do I start? How do I begin? Hmm. That's a very good question. Um I think it just starts with tracking up a conversation with somebody. Not everybody will be mm-hmm. for you, you know. Yeah. Some people think I might be too much, some people think I might just be too weird. Maybe the mm-hmm. way I also share, they might not be comfortable with it, and that's okay, you know. You can't be for everybody, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, strike yeah. up a conversation and be genuine. You know, um, you can. There, there are many communities online. If you if you're in a place where you're limited by, you know, maybe you don't have a car, you can't travel to places. It takes a mm-hmm. while and it takes patience, but you have to COVID be able to tune that calibration system mm-hmm. in you, like, that truth system. You have to yeah. like to be truthful. To, like, don't lie to yourself first, because yes. when you start lying mm-hmm. to yourself, you you your calibration is off. It's kind of like yeah, that skill that yeah. you step on. It's always 20 pounds overweight. It's, it's yeah. reliable because it's 20 pounds always overweight. It shows yeah. you that, but then it's not valid, right? If you like yeah. to yourself, you're moving your inflection point away from the true source, like from the north, in such a way yeah. that you start attracting people that will also keep feeding that lie. Mm, so, yeah, that's so true. What, what, what do you value the most? Mm. I hope it's something really good. I hope it's something really truthful. <laughs> I hope it's something noble and pure. And then, mm. you know... Keep, don't lie to yourself and then mm-hmm. most importantly keep tracking up conversations you're gonna know like mm-hmm. i have a sense for people mm-hmm. i can always tell when i have a conversation with somebody i can always tell that this person is gonna be my person 
And yeah. my personal yeah. sense that she, they can come into the circle. I have different mm-hmm. circles around me. I think yeah. of them like, you know, um, concentric rings. Some closer mm-hmm. to the center, some far away from the yeah, center. Power, if yeah. I like you, you're going to be in a circle anyways. But the yeah. ones that are very close to the middle point, the epicenter, mm-hmm. that's what I call it. And this is why I think it's important for you to have different communities for different things. Mm-hmm. You want to create, like, you know how Windows will have, like, restore points? Like, if your computer yeah. goes back, you want to, like, mm-hmm. you know, back up? Mm-hmm. Sometimes things can happen. You start shifting away from who you are. And mm-hmm. I've been in moments in my life where I was really, really going dark. Like, my thoughts mm-hmm. were really going dark. But it took my, my people to bring me back. They embraced the chaos out of me. I don't mean yeah. to sound cheesy with that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I had a friend drive all the way from Baltimore. Shout out to Binkway, by the way. From, yeah. from Baltimore to Boston when I was still living in Boston. Because she was like, yeah. the way you sounded on the phone. And she came to it. spend the weekend with me. Because yeah. I was, it was shortly after I had a miscarriage. My marriage was only almost crumbling. She drove all yeah. the way. I mean, went through yeah. no boots and drove, you know, oh. almost all night to come sit with me in my chaos. I drove all night. Exactly. Not, to, for, not for romance, but for a friend who's yeah. phone. She was like, no, like, yeah. I was so worried for you. That is my, those are my people, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. it's something I know I can do for her. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's not like tit for tat. It's just you know, yeah. you've yeah. Get, you've gotten so much. It's the least you can do. Yeah. And but it takes vulnerability. And what does that mean? It means that you can still share yourself, and nobody bites back. You share yourself, That's and you feel true. like they yeah. even the worst case, they might even take that and use that as ammunition against you. But mm-hmm. guess what? I think for those of us that are so big on loving. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because I feel like I'm always loving. No, I'm not always a very loving person. God is still working through me. But those yeah. of us that are really in the community, I think one of the yeah. commonalities we have is that we've been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. That's so true. We've been hurt a and lot. You know, but you decide that yeah. I'm not going to let that hold me back You're from, you know, loving yeah. on people. Yeah. And you know, that's so, that's so crucial when we think about community. Because I, over the past, like, year or year and a half, I have started to to get to that point where I'm realizing that it's important to be in community. Mm. And, you know, as you always say, with me being that person that tends to be more of a I'd rather stay at home type of person, I would literally like right after church service, dash through the doors and be like, I'm gone. <laughs> like not do any life with the people that you attend church with. And for the longest time, people would always invite me to lunch and I'm like, no, I gotta go. I got stuff to do. Da, da, da. Sometimes I do have stuff to do, but I have drawers and drawers of stuff that I can come up with. But I realized at a certain point in time that that is not it. And I think you mentioned something very crucial when you're talking about people uh, using your story against you or people hurting you. In community, it's bound to happen. Yep. You are probably going to get hurt. And you might you even hurt gonna... somebody. You might be the one hurting exactly. somebody, even in your vulnerable yeah. state. Yes. And we I don't tend to remember most... those hurts we cause some people. We remember yes. the hurts, you know, they, they cause to us. I have said some yeah. things that have hurt people, you know, and mm-hmm. I most likely we still do that, you know. Me but too. Yeah, how absolutely. do you, like, you know... um give grace to yourself as much as you want to yeah. give how how do you give grace to the other person as much mm-hmm. as you extend that grace to yourself like you know yourself, keep it yeah. balanced yeah wow that's so good that's so good so um i have so many questions around that community <laughs> vulnerability you know that we can talk about but 
I'll move on. I'll move on. Um, so the last question that I have that I really want to ask, um, just as a reflection part of this, <laughs> being 35 and fabulous, welcome to the fam. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to ask you, if you know, if you knew you could not fail, like you absolutely knew without a shadow of doubt that you could not fail, you could not fail. What would you start exploring right now? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Lydia, I like you. I don't like you. These are really good questions. I'm jealous I didn't ask them first. Of you. Um, yeah. Let me think a little bit about that. If I knew I couldn't feel absolutely. And you could not fail. So this is the question of what's holding you back. <laughs> Um, I mean, you can take it however way you wish to take it. If you feel like it's about what's holding you, <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's the fear of failure as mm-hmm. much as is there even something to to kind of you know how you feel like there's a story, but you don't think it's something that should be stretched beyond just a story. Mm-hmm. I think it's just to go around the world and just talk about all the things I've learned so far. Not mm. from my life, but even people that have gone through things that are different from my experiences. Yeah, sharing people's stories. Yes, like yeah. maybe taking this podcast on the road in a way, but yeah, but like also having it like you know like a like a community in a way that it's not just mm-hmm. me talking, but because I think at the end of the day, when we are very practical about things we've gone through and we distill mm-hmm. them in lessons and with stories that people can easily relate mm-hmm. to, it drives home the point more. So yeah, quit my yeah. job and just go around the world and wow. try for like, you know, people that were born in similar circumstances, say you mm-hmm. were born into a family that, you know, from, like, I, I think of my family, like, like the circus, you know, they're here today, mm-hmm. they're, like we were just formed overnight, right? Girl, and it's something years after the fact, right? Yeah. For, for girls like that, for girls that are struggling to yeah. shame, you know, yeah. girls that are also boys that are struggling, you know, through one thing or the other, is yeah. how can you not like build confidence per se, but help them get to where they can start seeing more purpose behind mm-hmm. you? Because things about your life you can't yeah. change. You can't. You can't change. You can't alter yeah. where you were born or the family you were born nope. into. But I believe yeah. that is a plan for every one of us. So how do you yeah. make that you know work for you? That would be my yeah. my dream is, is is to keep sharing the story on the wider platform and yeah. in a way to kind of like even track. So I'm this is a scientist mm-hmm. in me right now to track the progress that has been made to have this mm-hmm. beneficiary as it were come back again and it's like training the trainer, training them to also go back into the world and help other people you know live their life you know um, bounded by the love of God and the sovereignty of Christ while at the same time understanding that you know. Everything will work together for your good if you're able to give it back to God and, to that, um, yeah. and not let your past experiences or your shameful background or whatever it is hold you back. Hold, that is so good. Oh, goodness. You know, I was just thinking in my head, like, and I think that that is so crucial and so important what you mentioned, that going back and checking in with those individuals again, because sometimes I feel like we give people this ticket and then there's no follow through. There's no follow up of, okay, yeah, now that I've aired out all my laundry and it's all out there, now what? 
because that's when all of it really begins right dealing with with that you know you might wake up the next day thinking what in the world have i done i just ate out all my business what was i thinking that remorse right but to be there and say look it's going to be so much better and actually walk that out with them i think is very important so i love that answer i love that response and i and i think you will be so great at it um i think that's needed we need that in this today's culture you know years ago <clears throat> yeah absolutely years ago when i first got into student affairs um one of my my very first trainings the um person that was a director of our department had just come from Baylor and she said did you know that one out of five people have somebody they can call and say listen i just really got this bad news so an example she gave was one out of five people that are diagnosed with cancer have somebody they can tend to and say this is what's happening with me and this is where i am that's a huge number for somebody to say i have absolutely nobody i can talk to that can walk with me through what i'm going through that is so sad and i think what's even sadder is that we do have that in the church there is people that will probably come out and say i'm here in church and i'm one of those people and that's heartbreaking to me you're in a community of believers but you don't have anybody that you can confide in somebody you can pick up a phone and say this is what's happening and i think it's two sided one it's it, it's on that person and two it's on the community as well right um and in america in the kind of community that we live in where um it's kind of like oh it's on my time whenever it's convenient for me is when it's going to happen and i think we do a lot of disservice to a lot of people thank you so much for sharing about that so how would you like to sum up um now that you're 35 and you look back what do you want to tell your 40 year old you your 50 year old you your 60 year old you I think it's just to keep shining in the yeah. light right and learn the lesson and move forward I yeah, remember this year yeah. when I was praying to God about just You know how you just have to pray that prayer. I show you who I am in you and and there's a picture that came to mind. I was in the classroom, those American classrooms with, you know, individual desks. And I was sitting down there and it was a kindergarten class, but I was in I was older. I shouldn't be in that class and I was in a uniform that wasn't my size. And the picture stayed with me in the sense that that's me not learning the lesson of trust and faith in God. and having to rely on my head knowledge and my resources or my my science brain to like always rely on myself not even on god like i always just give god the, the heavy things like you know this this one you can handle don't worry, i got the other ones so learn the lesson and unless you learn that lesson you're going to keep repeating the class over and over again so learn the lesson move forward and then um try to you know compare And I think Jordan Peterson said it's um best and it's, it's one of his books mm-hmm. um 12 rules mm-hmm. for life 
think it was rule um, number four. Yeah, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not the the person you are today, or not you know somebody else, you know. And and I think that's the beauty of it is improve on that process. Yeah. And so I know thirty five is gonna be better than thirty four. Mm-hmm. The same with thirty six is gonna be better than thirty five. Yeah. And I really wanna this year I wanna I wanna abide in joy. Mm-hmm. I visited joy a lot this year. Like last mm-hmm. year, joy became somebody yeah. I know. And you know, I had her address, I knew her zip code, mm-hmm. I knew her number, but I wasn't abiding mm-hmm. in her. This year, Joy and I are gonna be like yeah. buddies. I wanna dance spontaneously without having to worry about my big stomach or my body. Yeah, in the middle of the I wanna storm. just, you know, yes, you know. And I know you and I we started we began working yeah. out together in February and you know, exploring just, you know, all those kind of issues. I wanna live my life fully. Yeah. I don't want to go like when so i'm getting rid of those clothes that i know i would never get mm-hmm. into not because i cannot get into them anymore but because even when i do mm-hmm. get into them they're no longer gonna be fashionable oh, wow, that's so good you know why but what you just <laughs> said you know how people hang on to clothes in the with the idea of i'm gonna fit in this one day um, oh yeah that's me I think, yeah, so but then when you get to that book. day whenever mm. it comes is this gonna be your, your style not, probably mm. not um, I'm gonna eat my favorite food first, yeah. so yay! Yeah. I am going to love on yeah. people, I am going to um, pray hard, I am going to you know enjoy life. I'm gonna travel mm. more, I'm gonna be a better mom to you know the people around me that I mother. I'm gonna be a better wife, I'm gonna be a better sister, a better friend, a better everything. And I'm just gonna keep improving on the process, and it's gonna be more. Por- Two point five. It's an upgraded, mm. upgraded model, if I may say. And most importantly, yeah. is write more. You know, in my journal mm, of the goodness of God, yeah. it's so biblical. So that when yeah. I get stuck in that rut of God, mm-hmm. when you know, if things are not happening, I can go back and read through yeah. it. Like, oh, God brought us through this. The reason we can read about the children of Israelites, or even what God did for Jacob and Job, was because somebody wrote it down. If there's a book of more to be read, what are they gonna see? You know, if I'm not yeah. here. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, and you know, it's a biblical. It's totally 100%. biblical, like you said, because yeah, because is it in Deuteronomy right. where vision, right? Um, oh, that's um the right oh, division Habakkuk, down was sorry. Habakkuk. Yeah, but also I think it's in Deuteronomy where it says like sit down and share these things with mm, generations, mm, right? Mm, mm, with mm, your mm. children so that they can remember and they can be also able to share with others. And I think a lot of times we've gotten so busy that we miss doing that. And when we don't write it down either, you yep. forget things, whether we'd like to admit it or not. But if it's written down, I can go back and read at a particular point. That's, oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yes, yes. Answered prayers, and I, I have, a, I have, cause I have a bullet journal, right? And I have like prayers for mm-hmm. people, prayers for myself, and go back again mm-hmm. and update those things. Things you've been praying for other people, yeah. and if you, if you, again, yeah. if you ask somebody to pray for you, if you get that breakthrough, update them so they can they should stop praying. You know? Update them, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't have us out here in the streets praying for something know, that you already like, got. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we're praying a miss, right? That's so cool. Wow, that is so good. Yeah, so just to like sum up everything. So we we went from talking about um, 
just living life to talking about shaming, got no room no more. We choose joy. We talked about pride. Pride ain't no good. You gotta ask if if you gotta ask some students. Hey, <laughs> you know, um, community, yes. Yes. big deal. Community, uh, find your people. So if you hear anything from us today, find your tribe. Yeah, find your tribe. Uh, live life. Live life. Don't wait for life to happen um, and things to fall into place. Because you know, wow, you are you are a <laughs> yeah, very yeah. wonderful host. Like your your summary skills and even your question skills, like questioning skills and the questions, top notch. <laughs> yeah, I, please tell my advisor that my <laughs> my chair and my com and my committee. If you can tell them we'll that, I really give me, appreciate give me the list. Let me let me sign it. I'll sign my name on it. <laughs> You'll sign your name on it. I tell you. And then above all, learn yes. the lesson. We, we need you to keep learn repeating the lesson. it. Let's not. You keep like repeating that. it. Yeah, Let's you keep do, repeating it. Okay, like a three piece. Yeah. You know, even the government says after three, you're on your own. <laughs> You don't get financial aid if you repeat three times. So, yeah, yeah. So, any last words you would like to say for the listeners? Just you know, um, the show—it's always gonna be well, not always gonna be here, but as long as it's here, keep raising yourself for bolder stories, for ways we can just you know do life together. Because you guys listen to this, even though I don't know all of you, you're part of the community here, okay? And I, I, I hope that you also, you've also found community, you know, by listening to the podcast, maybe by shared resources that we've, you know, put up on the podcast. You've gone to read more stuff or connected with more people. This is why we do what we do, because we strongly believe that we shouldn't do life alone. So however, where we can help improve on that process, whatever topics we, you think we should explore, explore, even if it means excluding us from there as far as you know we won't be part of that community however we can serve you please let us know and yeah i mean my heart is so full um i used to get very nervous every time before my birthday i'll get a bit depressed but not this year i've been full of joy yeah. I, I danced and prayed my way into my new year um and, yeah. and god has been faithful and that's really it god has been faithful and he's got your back all the time he's always gonna be good always when things don't look good God is always good. Always. So good. So good. Oh, it has been a pleasure and um, enjoying celebrating with you and celebrating you. 35. Here we come. Joy. Here we come. Life. Here we come. And then travel. Thank you so much. It's going to be a great year. Thanks a lot. And I believe that. I'm looking forward to partaking some of the goodness with you. (laughs) All right. Well, um, Well, thank you for Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to keep doing this. Two Africans, thank you. I thank you. And I thank you for thanking me. And I thank you for the thank you that you gave me when you thanked me. It never ends. Listen, you're not a true African if you don't do exactly. that. Exactly. This is this is where the limitation of being an African comes. I'm thanking yeah. you for the thank you that you thanked me for. Anyways, guys, this this was the show with Linda. Um, yeah. And just want to say thank you all and catch you guys on another episode of the Merciful Podcast. I remain your host, Merciful. Bye for now. I love you guys.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Morosable Podcast. Well, guess what? There's plenty more where that came from. So visit our website at www.mosibyl.com. That is www.mosibyl.com where you can find hours of other binge-worthy episodes just like this one. And while you're at it, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Podbean as it encourages other awesome people like you to listen to the podcast as well. We are now officially on Podbean. It has an app. You can catch up on missed episodes and also get a notification when we have new episodes. Do you have a question for our guest, feedback on the episode, or a suggestion for a future guest? Then please get in touch with us by sending us an email at talktomore@mosible.com or connect with us via Instagram at the Morosible Podcast. Cannot wait to hear from you and thank you so much for always listening. Yeah.